How's it going, FPL managers? You're very welcome along to another episode of the Fantasyland FPL podcast with myself, Stephen Gilroy. If you want to find me on Twitter, you can head on over and find me at Fantasyland FPL. And you can also find me on Instagram under the exact same handle. Coming up on the podcast this week, we're going to go over everything that happened in game week 17. And we're going to go look ahead to game week 18. Now, it's worth saying that a lot has happened in the Premier League over the last week with regards to COVID cases and uh, massive outbreaks at some clubs. Games being called off during the week for game week 17, very short notice in some cases. And yeah, it's just about planning now and trying to figure out uh, how we're going to navigate the next week or two because it is definitely going to be a thing that is probably going to pop up an awful lot more over the next couple of weeks. You're going to see a lot more games probably postponed. Um, I've been speaking to a couple of people and they reckon that the season could get paused. Now, there's been no official statement from the Premier League as of yet whether that's going to happen. But it's very likely if the cases continue to rise and if there's more outbreaks at different clubs and uh, if games need to be postponed uh, on a consistent basis over the next week or so, it definitely is a possibility that it could happen. But all we can do is try and plan for the game week that is in front of us. I'll run through some of the headlines from game week 17 first and foremost. Uh, Aston Villa beat Norwich 2-0 with a goal and an assist from Ali Watkins, who was a popular transfer in. He also scored three bonus, so I definitely had thought about getting in Ali Watkins before the deadline, and there was lots of players floating around in my mind before the deadline because, again... With some of the information that we received and some of the stuff that we were looking at on Twitter and online, we didn't know you know, who was going to be safe from the postponements. But I think Ali Watkins, after the Manchester United game was called off, a lot of people had kind of assumed that they were just going to take out Ronaldo and go for someone like Ali Watkins instead. And he repaid anyone who brought him in with a goal and an assist and three bonus. So uh, I'm sorry I didn't bring him in. But I will definitely be keeping tabs on him over the next couple of weeks. Uh, Moving on to Man City and Leeds. So this was a painful one for myself. Uh, Man City smashed Leeds 7-0. And a 24-point haul from Kevin De Bruyne. We'll speak about him in a bit. Goals from Jack Grealish, John Stones, Mares, Phil Foden and Ake completed the route in that one. So I didn't expect... Leads to get anything from that game against Manchester City, but I also didn't expect that Manchester City would be so good on the night. And uh, I think it was a mixture of Man City being so good and Leeds just being really, really terrible. I seen bits and pieces of the highlights, and some of the defending was absolutely atrocious. So that's something we're going to have to go back to the drawing board with. But at the moment, Leeds are struggling a lot with defensive issues. I see Jamie Shackleton's out for the weekend again, and I think Dan James is also missing. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see what kind of team uh, Bielsa plays on Saturday evening against Arsenal. So we'll have to wait and see. Wolves won 1-0 against Brighton with a goal from Roman Sice. Roman Sice last year, who was a fairly popular defender pick in the early parts of the season. So, yeah, I I think Wolves' form uh, has been uh, fairly patchy over the last uh, the last couple of weeks and it's 
you know, kind of testament to the way that they kind of go about their business. You know, they might lose a couple of games and then they might uh, they might win uh, the odd game then as well. Like, I suppose it was a 50-50 game between uh, Brighton and Wolves. I would have said it would have went either way. I think someone said to me that it possibly could have been a draw. And, um, yeah, quite possible as well. But good win for Wolves. A lively encounter between Palace and Southampton finished 2-2 with AU and Zaha with the goals for Palace, Walker-Peters and Broha for Southampton. So it was funny, I brought in AU for my team because I needed a replacement for St. Maximin. Now, uh, I could have brought in Ali Watkins and I could have brought in AU. So like, I suppose in the long and short of it, I mean, I suppose Watkins got the better got the better return, but AU still scored and he got himself a bonus point also. And they do have a couple of nice fixtures. And I think he plays 90 minutes for Palace most weeks anyway. So he's a bit of a differential. When he did score, I was happy, but I also wasn't aware, uh, probably should have checked it up, that it was his first goal in about 30 games or something like that in the Premier League. But he plays a lot of games for Palace, so uh, he must do a job for them in some shape or form. Uh, a good win for Arsenal as they won 2-0 against West Ham, Smith-Rowe and Lacassette with the goals for Arsenal and another black blank for Antonio. So very difficult to really you know, think of reasons to keep Antonio at the moment. His fixtures do improve you know, from here on in fairly considerably, but... I think the thing on everyone's mind at the moment is like where does the form start to upturn in any shape or form for Antonio like or is it going to start in the next couple of weeks because we've been so patient with Antonio we've been really really you know patient and we've we've waited as long as we can a lot of people have probably held on to him including myself I've held on to him in the knowledge that he is, you know, a top Premier League striker. He's a great goal scorer, and he's West Ham's focal point of attack. But the bottom line is, he just hasn't done the business. And this week now, obviously, with all the postponements, which we'll speak about in a bit, we just start to think about how we're gonna approach. You know, maybe moving him on. Like, are we gonna keep him for a couple of more game weeks and see what happens? But. Yeah, another blank for Antonio doesn't really read that well and uh, hopefully it'll uh, change over the next couple of weeks uh, for Antonio owners. Chelsea drew one all with Everton. Mason Mount got the goal for Chelsea from a Reese James assist. James also with all three bonus points in that game. Chelsea looked good for the 1-0 win for a long time in that. Uh, the longer the game went on, I said that's definitely going to finish 1-0. And to be fair, when I seen they'd popped up uh, and got the 1-0, I was like, yeah, that's that's going to do me just fine now. It's going to be a clean sheet for Rhys James and Marcus Alonso as well. Uh, Marcus Alonso just went off, so he had uh, managed to keep his clean sheet, but uh, Rhys James wasn't so lucky. Uh, but then, of course, Everton getting the equaliser uh, laid on in that one to wipe it out. So that was uh, frustrating, but still, Grant, I think I still got five points for Rhys James and I got a six-pointer for Marcus Alonso, so not too bad. The final game then of the game week was Liverpool and uh, Newcastle. So Newcastle took a shot lead in that one, but uh, yeah, Liverpool were pretty rampant in that one. Goals from Diogo Jada, 
Mohamed Salah and then an absolute screamer from Trent Alexander-Arnold. The man that punishes me each and every single week and he'll probably continue to do so until I get him back in my team. So a 3-1 win for Liverpool and uh, they just keep rolling on with the attacking returns. Anyone with the triple up of Diogo Jara, Trent Alexander-Arnold and Salah, you'll have done very well on Thursday night. Moving on to some of the eye-catchers from the Game Week 17 games. So I've just noted down three names over the course of the couple of days. And again, I suppose with the lack of games that were on, you know, a lot of players that have been playing well were kind of just stood out more than others. Uh, so Ke- Kevin De Bruyne is the first one on the list. And I just have noted down that he looks sharp and looks very, very lively and fit. So... I think the problem with Kevin De Bruyne is going for him as an FPL option is that is he going to be a long-term option or are we just kind of waiting to see for a couple of more weeks to see to see how he gets on? Will he stay fit? Will he stay in the team? Like against Leeds, like with no disrespect to my own club, I mean, you know, he was always going to pull the strings against Leeds and he was always going to be really good. And, you know, with a 24-point haul, uh, I actually seen a couple of people that captained him, so... You know, whoever had the foresight to go and get Kevin De Bruyne and actually captain him, uh, that's really, really taken a punt. But uh, well done if uh, you managed to do it yourself. So, yeah, I, li- I like I like Kevin De Bruyne. I like the idea of owning him at some stage in the season. But the problem is Mohamed Salah. There's no way you're going to be able to fit in uh, two premium midfielders in your team across this season because it's just well unless you give up the likes of your Ronaldo's or your Canes or your Lukaku's like I know in fairness like the strikers in the league this year you know really haven't done the business so it's going to be very difficult to uh, you know trust any of them but definitely if Kevin De Bruyne keeps his form keeps his fitness and keeps playing well for Man City then uh, he's definitely someone I will consider uh, the second name I have on my list is Emil Smith-Rowe. So Smith-Rowe has been on my list before and I have thought about getting him. Uh, he's a potential budget midfield option uh, for a more permanent uh, series of games. So he definitely would be someone that could be on your bench. You would have no problems in starting him. But I think for myself anyways, I have Conor Gallagher and I have Basuma and Rafinha. So the three of them, like Rafinha plays every week, Conor Gallagher plays every week, and Basuma play also plays every week. So in terms of playing substitutes, I probably have enough of them at the minute. So uh, he's probably not someone that I'm going to go out and get straight away unless I want to switch up Conor Gallagher to Smith Rowe. It's possibly something that could happen on a wild card in the new year at some stage, but we'll just have to wait and see. The final name I have on the list is Ali Watkins. So I had, you know, probably... You know, toyed around with the idea of getting Watkins for this week but in the end I went for AU and I'm still happy enough to go for for AU as a di- bit of a differential uh, to everything else that's kind of going on in the league and yeah look Watkins has good fixtures I know they play um, I know they play Liverpool I'm oh, sorry no they've played Liverpool they play Manchester United uh, over the next couple of weeks but um, I would still be you know fairly confident in having you know, having Watkins. So they play Burnley next, then they play Chelsea, then they play Leeds and Brentford away, followed by Manchester United and then Everton and Leeds again. So, um, yeah, they're playing Leeds uh, in quick succession uh, across uh, 
across a six or seven game spell. But uh, yeah, uh, Ollie Watkins is definitely a good player to consider a goal and assist the last night, as I said before. And uh, he just makes it very, very easy for us managers uh, to get him in because uh, he has always been a fairly reliable asset when it comes down to it. So there are just some of the eye catchers uh, for game week 17. And I suppose for myself, going into game week 18, uh, we'll have a quick look at my points total now. Uh, I just have it on my laptop here in front of me. It's something I've just started doing recently in the last while. Just have the laptop open and have everything there. So I took a minus four this week and I ended up uh, with a final points tally of uh, 57. Yeah, 57. Uh, so um, it was, yeah, pr- pretty good, pretty good game week. Uh, as I, I suppose like a lot of people, they're probably all right with taking the minus four or the minus eight. I've seen a lot of people taking a minus eight, but uh, I just, you know, I had enough players. So I just brought in AU and Kieran Tierney and they both returned seven points each. Uh, James with an eight pointer. Alonso with a six-pointer. These are all pretty good. Um, Sanchez obviously got himself a three-pointer as well. He's pretty consistent. He gets anything from three to six points most games. Uh, Robert Sanchez. Uh, then in midfield, Salah captain. Success, 16 points. Jada with a seven-pointer. Uh, Rafinha and Gallagher with two points each. And Basuma with one. And Antonio with a two-pointer. And Andre Ayew with a seven-pointer. So uh, not too bad of a game week. That was pretty much, you know, in and around the higher parts of uh, of scoring of the week. You know, anything from 61 to 70, I suppose, was a pretty good week. And anyone that managed to get 80 this week, then uh, you've probably, probably done uh, pretty well also. Um, yeah, so a small rise in rank. I think I'm not 991 points at the moment. So uh, a small improvement once again, like I said, uh, it's all about the small improvements and uh, getting closer to in and around that 500k mark. So a brief look at game week 18. So as I mentioned at the top of the podcast, uh, there seems to be a lot of issues with COVID in the Premier League at the moment. So as FPL managers, what I would do first and foremost is I would wait for the information. So check Twitter, check Sky Sports News, follow it up see what's happening because more than likely with the way the cases are you know going up and the outbreaks in different Premier League clubs it looks as if it may not be the last that we see uh, of a lot of these cases just popping up so what I t- intend to do for game week 18 is the tra- the transfer deadline or the, the game week deadline is on Saturday morning so I would just wait I would wait to the very last minute uh, to see what's going to happen because the the problem is we could get that we could get information at any time now I'm just looking here the game week 18 deadline uh, is half one this week so that is worth noting in your calendars because on Saturday the games that are going ahead I'll just run them run through them very quickly now these are all provisional obviously this may change over the next 24 hours so keep an eye out for it Aston Villa play Burnley at three, so that's obviously why the deadline has been moved to half one. Leeds play Arsenal at half five, so they're the only two games that are on on Saturday. Then on Sunday, Wolves play Chelsea at two, Newcastle play Man City at 2.15, and then Spurs and Liverpool at half four on Sunday. So again, 
These are all provisional. Keep an eye on the uh, news, Sky Sports News, Twitter, uh, wherever you get your sports news. And just make sure that uh, you're keeping in the know about some of the games that are off and the games that are on. The games that are off at the moment are Southampton and Brentford, Watford and Crystal Palace, West Ham and Norwich, Manchester United and Brighton and Everton and Leicester. So it's just worth noting uh, a lot of these things down because uh, you just don't know what is going to happen next uh, with regards to these cases. And, you know, I think we're receiving information on a day-by-day basis. So obviously a lot of the, you know, tests and lateral flow tests and different stuff like that are happening uh, all across the UK, up and down Premier League clubs. So let's just wait for a little bit more information before we do anything and uh, let's not make any early decisions regarding transfers. Moving on to transfer plans for game week 18. So uh, with running the risk of repeating myself, it's going to be very difficult to come up with a plan for this game week because there's so many games that are that are off than, and that seem to be off. So at the moment, I am running at four, seven players. Seven players at the moment in my team. Now, Seven players is not a lot, so I suppose the real reality is is that free hit could definitely come into view for myself. Uh, I don't really want to do it. I would rather keep it for you know down the line. Um, I suppose the only thing that I could do is you know I could boost myself up to nine or ten players if I take a minus eight um, and just run without a goalkeeper again. So you know there's a lot of people going to be in the same boat. Um, I'm not saying it's the right or wrong thing to do, you know, taking a free hit, but definitely I would wait for more information, see what's going to happen because it's very, very simple. I mean, you know, tomorrow or the next day, it could be a thing where there's more cases in, you know, the Arsenal camp. They, you know, they play us on Saturday. Chelsea uh, have cases in their camp. I think uh, Callum Hudson-Odoi and, and Ben Chilwell have COVID or they've tested positive for COVID. So it's just a matter of waiting for the information. But, you know, again, it's very, very, very difficult if you only have seven players like myself. Some people might have 10 players. Some people might even have 11 uh, you'd be very, very lucky to have 11 at this stage of the week. But I think what I am going to do is I'm either going to take a minus four or minus eight just to clean up my team because I don't really want to use my free hit. The more I think about it and the more that I try to make a decision on what I want to do with regards to transfers, I just don't want to take a minus. I don't want to take a, a free hit rather. I'd rather take a minus eight. Get me by the week. You know, th- this is the final game week before the uh, Stevens Day fixtures. So hopefully by then things would have changed and uh, there'll be a lot more clarity on the situation. But again, when it's like this, we've seen last season, of course, when COVID was rampant and put paid to a lot of our FPL plans, uh, it's just a case of not panicking, trying to come up with the most basic and obvious solution so whether it is a hit whether it is a hit or just you know moving players around and uh, you know a strong bench as well is essential you know i think i seen a tweet during the week that we should avoid double ups and i think that's fairly that's a fairly good piece of advice i think uh, uh, doubling up on teams you know i know we have a lot of people have salah jada and trent but uh, that's probably an exception. Uh, but I wouldn't double up on on other teams. Uh, I know I have a double up now in a couple of games. I think I have a Crystal Palace double up. I have Chelsea double up, 
and I have a Liverpool double up as well. So uh, I'll have to fix that over the next couple of weeks. But um, yeah, basically, uh, I've no major transfer plans just yet. I may just try and bring in Trent. I might get rid of Ronaldo. I still have Ronaldo at the moment. I'll probably get rid of Trent and I'll probably look to bring in uh, someone else of a decent striking range. Uh, but yeah, I think I put up a tweet last night about Trent that he's punishing me every single week at this stage now and I'm just sick of it like there's no way I can go without him for another week longer so I'd say he's definitely going to be in my transfer plans Uh, I'm just going to get him in and bite the bullet I know he's 8.1 or 8.2 million but this guy I think he gets more points than I think he's got more points than Salah in the last three or four game weeks and that just says an awful lot about the kind of player that he is so that is it everybody I am going to wrap it up there because I have covered Game Week 17. We chat a little bit about Game Week 18. Um, again, I just reiterate, wait for information. Don't do anything drastic just yet. And um, you know, see how the next 24-hour goes in terms of the COVID cases and what games are on and what games are off. The very best of luck for Game Week 18. Hopefully, the games will all go ahead, the ones that are skill- still scheduled to go ahead and we can uh, plow on and uh, get ready for the Stevens Day games and hopefully the situation with COVID will calm down the next couple of days. Um, best of luck, we'll talk to you again over the Christmas uh, if I have, if I don't already speak to you uh, over the next couple of weeks, which I probably won't, I'll probably do a podcast maybe, I don't know, maybe next weekend at some stage I might do a Christmas special or something like that. I might get a couple of, a couple of my mates to come on and we'll chat a little bit about FPL and some of the Stephen's Day fixtures. Uh, but until then, uh, have a good Game Week 18. Have a fantastic Christmas and uh, we'll talk to you very, very soon. See you now.